Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You are listening to an RPA production where people gather. Ladies and gentlemen, RPA is proud to present Aaron's Horror Show with Aaron Frail. This is Jason Witter, author, illustrator of Tiniest Vampire and Monsters Eating Ice Cream, and you are listening to Aaron's Horror Show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show Season 2, where we talk about some movies and read some fiction. If you want to go ahead and get a hold of the show, you can always contact me at Aaron's Horror Show on Facebook or Aaron Horror Show on Twitter or Aaron's Horror Show at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to Aaron's Horror Show, and I'm your host, Aaron Frail. All right, we have some more Christmas Elf for you. Uh, just so you know, the kids have been captured and Jing is about to save them. Yeah, so, uh, that, that's what's been going on. I'm just gonna go ahead and continue, uh, where I left off from the episode before this. Jing blasted his way through wave after wave of elves. He let every factory room or bunk full of kids he came across go free. Soon the children were fighting back, attempting to flee, and involved in the mayhem. Alls were chaotic, a mess of kids and elves running around. No matter how many people he had freed, there always seemed to be more. And he didn't seem to be anywhere closer to the action figure line when he had first started. Eventually he caught a break and saw several girls clunking an elf on the head with joker figures. He pulled one aside and said, Where'd you get that? She pointed down the hallway, and Jing trotted over to an empty line of action figure assembly. He heard the cackle of an elf further down the hall and the screams of children. Jing turned and ran towards it. The elf stood in the entryway of one of the factory floors. He pointed one of the candy cane machine guns at the occupant inside. You jerks made a fool of me, the guard yelled. Jing ran up to the elf and tackled him. A spray of fire went up the rear wall from floor to ceiling. The boys ran from the room once the adversary was adequately subdued. Jake grabbed one of the children on the way out and said, Elijah. 
I'm looking for Elijah. Yeah, I know him, a black boy said. Where is he? Oh, man, I think they took him to the same place where they take the ones who become sick. Either way, they told us that his escape attempt was unsuccessful and made us go to half rations. Where do they take the ones who are sick? The dungeon, I guess. Uh, I don't know, man, but I bet he does. The boy pointed to the elf who Jing had taken out. One last thing, kid. Do you know how to trip the fire alarm? The kid nodded. Do that. I hope you get out of here easier. Jing let the kid go, and the child ran to catch up with the others from his group. The wayward SEF turned to the guard. He pulled a pair of green-tinted brass knuckles. The whereabouts of Elijah and Amelia should be too hard to extract. Elijah jumped out of bed when he heard gunfire. He ran to the slot and yelled, Krampus! Krampus! What's going on? The same eyes that have been keeping him company the past few days appeared across the hallway. <laughs> it sounds like fireworks! They have lovely displays of fireworks in China, you know. Back when I was managing the pagan holidays, I got to do much more oh, excuse me, traveling. <laughs> I don't think that's fireworks, Elijah said. <coughs> it's a shame, really. When Santa first built this place, it was supposed to be an overflow for toy manufacturing. I told him... Just because its primary purpose is utility doesn't mean it's boring. Gray walls, long hallways, no natural light. I'm surprised any elf would come to work here. Krampus, I think it's gunfire and it's getting closer. But why would they be hunting in here? I don't think they're hunting anything. Do you know any way out of here? If I did, do you think I'd still be locked away? The sudden sound of the door down the hallway blowing off its hinges reverberated throughout the cell block. The clomping of boots was cut off by gunfire. Elijah hid in the corner of his cell. The skirmish was over in seconds. A couple of bodies hit the floor. Silence followed. Elijah quivered as he tried to stay quiet. Footsteps came down the hall toward him. They stopped at his cell. Elijah held his breath. Elijah, Jing said. Jing! Elijah yelped and ran to the door. I, I, I'm here. Stand back. Elijah stepped away and there were several loud clangs. The door came loose from its hinges and toppled to the ground. Jing was on the opposite side holding two candy cane machine guns. Jing! Elijah yelled and he ran to the elf and gave him a hug. He was glad to see someone. How did you find me? I have my ways, Jing said. You tortured one of them, didn't you? And they say I'm the naughty one. Only a little. Now come on, we don't have much time. Wait, Elijah held him back. We, we have to free Krampus. Krampus is here, Jing looked shocked. In the flesh, or is that behind closed doors? I don't know much about youth sayings these days. I don't know. I've heard many stories about him. I also think he may be involved. Krampus, no way. He's been locked up for the last 150 years. Besides, you can take him out if you need to, but I don't think he'll try anything, Elijah said. Well, if you trust him, Jing said. He set one of the guns down and hit the hinges on the door of the cell across the way with the butt of the other gun. He picked up the discarded weapon again and gave the entry a strong kick. The door creaked and then fell into the cell. 
There was a shadow on the other side at first. Elijah expected a demon to emerge, even though he knew the truth about the guy. The form that stepped out was an emaciated Santa. Instead of a belly that shook like a bowlful of jelly, he was rail thin. His ribs could be counted. The snow-white beard was long gray and tangled from years of neglect. Other than looking like the Donner Party survivor, Krampus could pass for Santa if he gained about 200 pounds. You're not a demon at all, Jing said. Krampus laughed. <laughs> Unless you call a man who really needs his caffeine to get going in the morning a demon. But nope, I guess I'm a, just an ordinary immortal. Krampus, Krampus Claus. The man held out his hand and Jing shook it. We have a lot to talk about. But first, we have to get out of here. This place is rigged to explode. I ain't told Santa the risk of building here, Krampus said. One crack in the ice, the entire factory goes down. Wait, what do you mean rigged? What about Amelia? Elijah said. We'll have to worry about her later, Jing said. Glitter is taking her to the North Pole. But why? I don't know. But either way, we don't have much time. This could go any minute. Lead the way, Elijah said. Jing took off back down the hall. Krampus and Elijah could barely keep up. They ran through the endless corridors. It was empty now, and most of the elves and the children had time to evacuate. The fire alarm blared. The festive green and red light LEDs blinked the way to the nearest exit. They came to a T in the hallway. The lights on their side were telling them to turn. So were the ones on the other way. But Jing ran right by it. Jing, Elijah yelled. This way. We're not going that way, Jing yelled. We're not? We need some air support, or else we'll be stuck in the ice sheet awaiting the rescue with the rest of them. The hangar's this way. Elijah took one last look down the hallway to freedom and ran. Krampus followed. The trio made it into the hangar. The blast wave from the first explosion brought them to their knees. The corridor they had just exited collapsed. The entire structure groaned and they heard the ice cracking beneath them. Jing jumped to his feet in one move and scanned the room. Some of the sleighs were damaged from the debris. However, there was one that looked like it could still fly. Krampus, you know how to prepare a sleigh for takeoff, Jing said. Do I know how to prepare a sleigh? Back when I was your age, we had no elves, and if we got stuck in the snow, we'd just have to push it ourselves, Krampus grumbled. Another explosion in a distant part of the base. The structure strained against the damage. The ice cracked beneath the floor. Go, now, hurry, Jing yelled. Come with me. He signaled Elijah, and they ran towards the reindeer. There was another explosion, and they stumbled. The room began to shudder. Jing tossed the harness over one of the reindeer and instructed Elijah to do the same to the other. He demonstrated on his reindeer while Elijah followed on the other. Eventually, they got the reindeer ready to fly and led them out of the pen. There was another explosion. The roof collapsed on the opposite side of the room. The leftover reindeer were pacing nervously in their pens. Elijah couldn't help but notice the animals were in distress. Here, Elijah said and gave Jing the reins to the reindeer. The kid ran over to the pens and began letting them out. Elijah, Jing yelled. There's no time for that. But they'll die, Elijah exclaimed. So will you. Just hook up the reindeer and I'll be there, I promise, Elijah said. As he forced the bar of one of the stalls up, the door swung open. The animal inside ran for the blue sky at the mouth of the bunker. Another explosion followed and the entire room tilted. 
bulging slid with the reindeer and Elijah held to the door and began climbing to the next pin. The ice below must have destabilized, because after a slow lurch to one side, the room shifted again and tipped the other direction. Jing used a moment to lead the reindeer toward the sleigh. The door Elijah had been using for support swung on its hinges, taking the boy with it. It slammed shut with a loud clang. The kid narrowly avoided getting his arm caught in the jam and had pulled out just at the last second. He crawled up again towards the pen he was working on and popped the bar off the reindeer and made it for the hills. Jing hooked the animals up to the transportation. Krampus had tied it to a pole to keep it from sliding while the room lurked from side to side. Meanwhile, the pace of the explosions increased. They heard one after another of the sections collapse. The entire room shook from the shock wave. Krampus and Jing tied off the reindeer. They were ready to fly. By some miracle, Elijah was freeing the last animal, and there was a loud shriek of metal on metal. The ice around them began to pop. The room began to sink. Jing jumped into the sleigh, and Krampus scrambled aboard. Jing threw a razor snowflake at the knot Krampus had made, and the sleigh broke free from the rope that was anchoring it down. The vehicle slid to the opposite end of the room from Elijah. Jing cracked the reins and the reindeer took off. It didn't take much time to get airborne, which was good timing because a piece of the floor collapsed into the icy depths below. Jing turned the reindeer hard and went for the pens. All the reindeer were gone, and Elijah was left holding on for dear life while the floor collapsed around him. Jing cracked the reins for maximum speed. What are you doing? Krampus yelled. There is no way out. We'll crash into the wall. Then we'll just have to make a way out, Jing said. And he pulled a large ornament from his pouch. It was at least triple the size of the others. They screamed towards the wall of the pens. He gave the rings Krampus and said, Hold this. At the last second, Jing threw a bomb at the wall and shot tinsel from his wrist. A silver rope wrapped around the legs of Elijah and yanked him to the air as the ground came out beneath him. The bomb exploded and they flew straight through a hole in the billowing smoke. They emerged on the other side in the light of the sun. Jing reeled the kid in who was dangling in the chaos below. The entire south pole megastructure collapsed into the shattered ice sheet and sunk into the depths of the frigid water below. The former elf population, children, and reindeer were clustered in the ridges near the wreckage. The residents and kids alike watched in horror as the entire thing was swallowed by the ocean, leaving debris and floating chunks of ice. Jing searched for a radio and found the sleigh had one. He dialed the search station and let them know the survivors were on the ice sheet. In the meantime, he told Krampus to head north. The twin brother had some explaining to do. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.